It's time for the Kernel Mania podcast with Mike, Spencer, and Ace. What do, baby? It is the Crundle Mania podcast. Yay, we're here. Yeah, that was your turn. Happy 420. It's a 420 special, but it's not really that special, is it? It's just kind of a regular show, but it's 420. I mean, this one starts off with me smoking a joint. Does that help? Yes. That's correct. That was Spencer. I am Ace Bondaloo. Mike is voice three. (laughs) (laughs) I will now be going Podcast is voice three, please. Okay, voice three. The third voice. Mike, <laughs> Mike, everybody. It's the third voice. Mike is it's the like a third gimmick. voice. He, he's the third voice. The whole time it was him. Can you believe it? And he's the hacker man, too. That's, that's what it is. He's the hacker man. So, gentlemen, we had a trailer drop for our uh, podcast channel today. Very we did. Exciting. Pretty cool. Um, Mike had a ton of interaction on Twitter today while he was live tweeting uh, Monday Night Raw. I got a bit of interaction too. I couldn't tweet as much. I was busy, but uh, we got Spencer here. What were your thoughts on Raw? What did you think of it? Um, eh, it was okay. It didn't seem too enthralling. Um, there wasn't, very, yeah, it just wasn't very enthralling. I was just kind of watching and. Not really paying that close attention. I mean, there was some questions that I... We'll get to everything that happened, but I was like, why is this happening? Why did we see the Viking Raiders do that Viking Raiders thing? Oh, my <laughs> God. Ace, you haven't seen this. I know you haven't seen this because you haven't said anything about it. If you're into self-hatred... Oh, were they shopping at... Were, yeah, were they shopping at Spirit of Halloween? No, they were driving in a car. And the one of them is clearly eating a fake turkey leg. It's clearly fake. It's clearly plastic. And he clearly tries to take bites out of it. Um, well, I don't at least, know, you know how much more I want to tell you about it until we get to it later. But oof is all I have to say. I always wondered how Spirit of Halloween stayed afloat. And now we know. Now we know. There that it they is. Were coming, they were coming back from there. Uh, That's probably, the yeah. They're like, smooth. <laughs> So they ate a fake ham, a turkey leg, it, and that it, kicked it, off raw. No, that did no, not no, kick no, off raw. No, 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 no. That oh. was way later. Mike just had my thoughts, and that's the the one thing I could like kind of spoiler free ish bring up immediately. Um, and just that I know you hadn't seen it because it's awful. It's I Mike, uh, you don't think any better of it, do you? I, I'm assuming no. No, I man like. They, those two guys are just so good in the ring, but no, like this get the game. It's the gimmick sucks. The gimmick is absolutely terrible. And that thing that they did, I won't say anything more about it, but it's just like that's just like what jobbers do, or like they just they remind me of like the Highlanders, or like and I know the Highlanders were funny, but like they don't like this. These guys look like a they're making them act like a comedy tag team when they're supposed to be like badasses in the ring. And it just doesn't. Dude, happen. they don't seem badass at all. They act like the biggest goofs this side of Goof Town. I'm Ivar and this is Eric. Viking Raiders! We are Vikings who love to fight. Viking Raiders! The raid is here and we're here to stay. Viking Raiders! <laughs> Bro, but then they win matches. So it's like yeah, that's, that's also idiots. I don't understand why they win matches either. They look like the biggest goofy goofs ever. You know what I mean? 
but they <laughs> roar a lot and it's scary. <laughs> what I'm trying to say, exactly. They seem like they almost look like Power Ranger villains. You know what I mean? Like that's how ridiculous <laughs> it is. <laughs> you're not. You're not wrong. No, um, that's true. <laughs> I, I'm I just saying, dude. Their headgear. You don't think they look like Power Rangers? They look like Rita Repulsa's like twin brothers, Dirk and Girk. <laughs> There you go. Oh man. Well, well played. Well played, Ace Bondaloo. Um, yeah, okay. <laughs> so we want to dive into what happened in Raw tonight? Yeah, That's sure. Cool. Tell me about it. Sorry, I have our Twitter feed pulled up uh while we do this pod because I like to make sure we get some social media action. This way I don't forget. But I saw yeah. they retweeted a video with the Viking Raiders in it. I don't have sound, but I can see what it is, and that is the worst thing I've ever seen. Let's get into the actual show. <laughs> All right. Um, so we kicked off with uh, Drew McIntyre um, cutting the promo. Um, you just wasn't surprised that Seth Rollins attacked him last week to end that show. Expected it and was like, "All right, let's have a match at Money in the Bank." Uh, interrupted by Zelina Vega and uh, their and her little faction there. Um, but a uh, weird bit happens when it's just Andrade that gets blasted with a couple uh, claymores, and Garza and Theory look legit scared and don't go in. Um, I didn't really like that, but I know Mike has more thoughts on that for sure. Um, so Mike, just go for it. Thanks, Spencer. Appreciate that you understand my passion on the subject. Uh, I have a couple of quick thoughts um, about this faction, okay? Boys, it's been two weeks so far that this group that's currently still unnamed has been sort of like trying to be established as a, as a, as a strong faction. Mm-hmm. Two... Yeah, they don't have a name. <laughs> this un- the unknown group. The hell? The, like, like Andrade, I saw on Twitter, he was trying to like, encourage people like help give them a name like he's like what should be called like l dot 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 or the dot 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 i'm like uh how about just the, like how about two golden boys and austin theory that's what i uh, think man people have some mad love for austin theory on twitter is what i learned today and that blows my mind like why i don't see this at crungle mania say hey ace here's why to like him and i'll be like okay but that guy is just charlie haas <laughs> They actually look the exact same too. Like if you haven't check on our Twitter, Crendlemania, type put a picture of Charlie Haas side by side with Austin Theory, and they actually yeah, it surprised you, didn't it? Identical. They they that's pretty like, funny, man. The fact it's like if they grew out their facial hair the same and they were the same age, they'd probably look like brothers. I think they would. Yeah, I would mistake them for brothers for sure. Anyway, back to my point, right quick. I was just gonna say that two straight weeks now, this group's been made to act a fool, like. So I don't understand like what the point of this is. Why are they, why are they pushing this group just to have them lose in the main event? It seems weekly. I, I don't know. I don't understand it. I'd much prefer to see, I don't know, maybe Andrade in a legit U.S. title feud. You know what they should do? Just this is so bad, and I hope they don't actually do it. But what if they just screwed EC3 over and called themselves the Essential Characters? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh no! Because <laughs> that'd be a pretty good name. <laughs> That's all it is. It's just three characters, <laughs> and they're great. essential. They stayed, so they're they're essential. I like it. I like it a lot. That'd be um, such a dig. Anyways, yeah. 
right? It's just like, I get why they're doing it because like, there's not a lot of talent right now available because of the COVID situation. So they're just using who they have. So I think it's important to like, be a little bit more, like less critical of the, of the, of the show right now. But as, as I say that, it's also, I think, just as important to be critical of it because I think there are a lot of people out there, maybe not a lot, but maybe just some people who say that they shouldn't even be airing new episodes right now. So there's a little bit of that 50-50 if you get what I'm saying. It's like I'm having a hard mm-hmm. time choosing like where to mentally put myself when it comes to like the way the talent is being pushed right now, right now, excuse me, knowing that they don't have a full roster like at their disposal. I know you that's wrestling, baby. Uh, anyways, continue on. Yes, eighth with that's wrestling, baby. That's wrestling, baby. It is four twenty. I'll have everyone in, in remember. <laughs> yes, uh, that, that is accurate. We all cough in agreement. Okay. Anyway, so we'll get to the actual first match of the night, which um, could be a potential reason why Austin Theory didn't jump in because he knew he had to fight right away. But, I mean, that still doesn't really – anyway, blah, blah, blah. Um, he had a uh, match with uh, – Austin House Theory Black didn't jump in what? Into defending uh, Andrade in the previous segment. Anyway, sorry. Did we break um, that down? Did we say that happened? Dude, you need to, like, listen when we talk or something. You don't <laughs> listen very well. No, continue. <laughs> um, continue. Money in the bank qualifier match: Austin Theory versus Alistair Black. <coughs> to no one's big surprise, the uh, the victor goes uh, Alistair Black. But uh, a decent match came out of it. I mean, there was some back and forth action. At, uh, Austin Theory pretty looked pretty good for a bit. Um, ducked a couple uh, black masses, but. Uh, he ended up eating another one, so uh, he gets the the big loss. But uh, as uh, I believe Mike pointed out on Twitter, it was a win-win for uh, Zelina Vega. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so uh, what were your thoughts on uh, this match here? Yeah, so obviously, for those that are unaware, Zelina is married to Alistair Black, and then she's in storyline managing Austin Theory. So, yeah, definitely a win-win for her. And actually, there's a p- couple of funny quotes that Zelina had in the match. Like she was, like, yelling to Alistair. She was really funny on commentary. I thought the match was actually pretty decent. Like, I thought Austin Theory did a good job, and Alistair did a good job kind of carrying the match. Yeah, I have no complaints about this one, especially when it includes a victory for my boy, Alistair Black. (laughs) Very good. Yeah, and he moves on to the Money in the Bank uh, climb the corporate ladder match. Um, (laughs) I quite liked uh, their graphic slowly fading in with each person as they, as they get picked or as they win their match to qualify. Um, I think that's a cool touch. Uh, anyway, so uh, unless Ace wants to comment on Austin Theory, we'll move on to the next match. Ace? Yes, I just want everyone on the Twitter to know that he keeps calling him my boy, but I'm not, I do not support him. So I don't know why Mike keeps calling him my boy, but he's my boy on Twitter. I think I can pull up to like six tweets tonight. <laughs> say like Ace must be loving this Austin Theory, and I'm just like, God. that's your boy. <laughs> moving on, move on to the next segment. <laughs> moving on, uh, Shayna Baszler comes out, um, and she faces an NXT star, uh, Indy Hartwell. Um, I wasn't sure who this was, uh, but it was a raw debut, um, but she was thrown up against basically a buzzsaw. 
uh, Shayna Baszler wasn't really going to lose this match. It looked like she tried to do the uh, the same thing that she did to Sarah Logan last week, uh, try to break the arm, which seems like a weird thing to keep trying to do. I wouldn't want to keep getting in a ring with a girl that's just going in there and intentionally looking like she wants to break my arm. Um, but, I mean, I'm not a pro wrestler, so whatever. Uh, yeah, she Shayna Baszler just with the squash match because she's angry that she lost to Becky, I think. I assume that's why she's mad. Anyway, uh, yeah, anyone want to comment on that match? Yeah, I mean, I think Shayna's got to be one of the – like, Shayna's got to be one of the favorites to win Money in the Bank. Like, I would have to guess. Um, mm-hmm. And I actually like what they're doing with her right now. Like, this is the best version of Shayna. Like, I was a huge fan of her NXT run as champion. Uh, she was just as, like, doesn't give a fuck attitude and just, like, beasted everybody. But at the same time, like, she could back it up with mic work, I felt. At least I felt that way. Uh, so I've been digging this run because it re- reminded me of what she's been, she did in NXT prior to this. So I actually thought these first three segments, okay, I, I didn't like the opening segment, but I thought these last two segments were actually pretty good. Okay, yeah, yeah that's fair. I mean, a ma- a, a, the show can be decent overall or whatever, but yeah. Um, I'm not a huge personal fan of Shayna Baszler. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just uh, she's new and I'm just still warming to her. I don't really know. Um, but I mean, if she keeps trying to break people's arms, I don't know if that'll be a big winning selling point for me, but that's just cause I don't know. I'm squeamish or whatever. Um, yeah. Ace, nothing. <laughs> yeah. I'm just laughing at Mike's tweets. Sorry. I read some oh. of them while you were running down Shana B. That's how little I care about Shana B right now. Yeah, yeah, okay. are pretty Fair funny. Enough. The tweets are pretty funny. I get there. I'll reference them. Uh, once we actually get to, uh, <laughs> Uh, the, yeah, the, yeah. the product that I've been enjoying his tweets on. <laughs> In the same hey, section, hey. I loved all of them. <laughs> now, all right. Um, crumbed. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, you may as well just keep reading tweets because this next one's about as exciting. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, Ricochet and Cedric Alexander. Cedric um, or whatever versus Thane Shorn and oh. Brendan Vink. Uh, yeah. Oh, Mike uh, likes Brendan Vink. That was there was a tweet about that. <laughs> there was a Brendan Vink tweet. I didn't know there was a Brendan Vink tweet at all. Uh, cool. Um, yeah, I definitely didn't fully watch this match at all. Um, but uh, Ty, you'll be glad to know that uh, they come out in matching colors now, so they definitely have embraced the tag team. And that's yeah. the future, baby. I just know. Um, yeah, so they're the future of the tag team division on Raw, I suppose. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I gotta be honest. You, they need to push Brendan Vink. Okay, that's my boy right the there. Name. Six foot five, two hundred and fifty-five pounds of Australian beef. I think that he's the next star. Just kidding, he's not. But I think he's a pretty been around a while. Yeah. Nice to see him like wrestling on Raw. Even though, because he hasn't been used much in NXT, but over a decade experience, I think he's pretty good. All right, fair enough. Well, he didn't win tonight. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, he didn't. Sorry, boss, but <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, but no, they Cedric Alexander and, and Ricochet are clearly being a little bit more pushed than Shane Thorne and Bren Vink. Um, I don't doubt anything that you've said about him, Mike, but uh, he hasn't been written that way yet. So I hope, I hope he does. If if he's as good as you say, but I mean, as uh, what's Ace's catchphrase again? 
That's an wrestling Ace baby. Oh no, that no. one. Right. <laughs> it's wrestling, that's wrestling baby. baby. <laughs> yeah, that's wrestling baby. It is. Um, so after that match, we had Kyrie Sane versus Nia Jax. Also, Mike, if I miss any like promos or segments in the middle, uh, let me know. I know I have. I know Seth Rollins cut a promo, but I'm not sure exactly when any of these promos ever happened. Oh um, yeah, I can never remember. No worries. I think there might have been one in there, but I'll just scroll back on the tweeter here. Oh, um, no, the Seth promo was right after this match. So, so okay. far, we're good to go. Okay, sure. Uh, cool. So, yes, uh, Kyrie Sane, Nia Jax rematch of last week's uh, Money in the Bank qualifier. Um, uh, didn't go well for Kyrie Sane. I guess that's all really can be said about this. Uh, it looked like. Kyrie took a pretty bad, bad buckle bomb. Um, I don't know. I Nia Jax always, yeah, I don't know. I'm not too sure. It doesn't seem the first time that Nia Jax has hurt someone. Um, Nia Jax is such a dangerous worker. <laughs> like, she contest she, daily back in the day. I think she's given more than one wrestler a concussion. And, yeah, that was brutal. Becky, thank you. That was it. But yeah, with the punch. How could I forget the punch to the face? Yeah. Oh, man, I tell you. But hey. I, like, they would likely set up a feud between the two because of that. Who knows? We'll see. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, so uh, Kyrie Sane has not done nearly as well as Asuka on her singles run. Um, it just seems to be that she's there to be squashed by people. I don't really get that. Kyrie Sane definitely seems like she could be good. As I'd, like Everything I heard from her about her before she came to Raw was that she was really good in NXT, so. But, I mean, saying you're good in NXT before a while ago was saying that it was basically saying you were good in the AHL. That's actually a good point. It's so accurate, too, I feel like. The way a lot of yeah. people in the roster get booked. The sad thing about Kyrie Sane is, like, she wrestled, obviously, in NXT and was champ there and had a great feud with uh, Shayna. But then Stardom, like, the Japanese sister promotion to New Japan, like, she was a star there, her and uh, yeah. um, and uh, Io Shirai in NXT. So it's like, you look at her now, and it's just like, it's that's definitely, I gotta be honest, it's definitely a Vince thing. He looks at her size, probably, and he's like, no way. Like, I'm sorry, but, like, no way. That's probably what he said. She's lost six of her last eight matches now. Um, that's solo, right? Like, that's her solo match? Uh, com- combined. It, solo, she's like 0-4. Oh yeah, okay, that makes way more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh god, well that sucks. That really yeah. sucks. Um, Ace Bondalu, you've been quiet over there. Yeah, I just didn't give a crap about Nia Jax. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. Um, I agree so right with about the, now. The tweet. Oh, you got a lot of likes on that tweet. Oh, we'll yeah, get to that in the social oh. media shoutouts. Yeah. Okay, yeah. you read it then. Read it then. Um, yeah, so, uh, here was about when Seth Rollins cut his promo. Um, he sat in this weird chair. It looked like it was two chairs put together. Um, but it was clearly just like one really wide chair. Did anyone else think that? I, I, I know I couldn't have been the only one that thought that about his, about that chair. Yes, anyway. I thought that too. And the picture I took actually, it makes it look like it is two chairs. So I absolutely did. Okay. All right, cool. I thought so. Because it, it was the weirdest chair. Anyway, he cuts a he cuts a cool promo. Um, I like when he doesn't have to get all uh, screaming and yelling and his voice gets all like, hey, Seth Rollins. And you're just like, oh, God, stop screaming, dude. Um, but this time he was able to be like quiet and like 
kind of use more of his like acting ability. And I thought that really sh- came through in this promo. I don't know. I liked it. Um, but he was basically accepting um, Drew McIntyre's challenge for the championship, saying that he's a better leader than um, Drew McIntyre. But that's the only that's the otherwise they're very much the like or whatever. I as a general theme of it. But uh, yeah, uh, Mike, thoughts on that one? Yeah. I just couldn't be bothered with his Monday Night Oh, fair enough. <laughs> I don't really like it very much. So I, I don't know. The promo was fine, but it's just tough to get invested in what they're doing with Seth. And it's also tough to get invested because he like he just lost at WrestleMania. So it's like, why True. does he deserve a shot at the title? I don't that doesn't make much sense to me. But whatever. No, that was anything can happen in the WWE. That's wrestling, baby. I was about to say, yeah, because that's wrestling, baby. Because that's wrestling. Oh, you yeah. know what the tagline for this podcast is now? It's the podcast you should be listening to. I mean, the wrestling podcast you should be talking about. Whoops. <laughs> so the podcast um, tagline is the wrestling podcast you should be talking about. Tweet that. <laughs> I will tweet it right now. Right Dude, on. I think I Ace it. is the most crunched tonight So on this episode. He he very well could be. Crumb <laughs> um, All right. So I'm gonna continue. You gotta on move it on. Breakdown. You gotta move it on, gonna, man. You can't. We're gonna break it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just run me over uh, like a truck when I'm doing that, okay? Just keep it going. Quiet, Ace. Don't stop the train. Okay, there we go. <laughs> Money in the Bank qualifier number two of the night: Apollo Cruz versus MVP. Um, I will be honest. I went to Wendy's during this match, and I was gone for ten minutes and came back, and it was over. What'd you get? Um, <laughs> I got uh, a baconator and a uh, the spicy chicken sandwich. Ooh, eating good. All right. Oh, it was delicious. Oh, it was amazing. Um, probably better than this match was, but uh, yeah, like I said, so I can't talk about it exactly what happened, but uh, I know that uh, I know the winner was Apollo Cruz. Um, unfortunately for uh, Ace's uh, desire for MVP to be in that wild ass match, it looks like he gets. Uh, <sighs> Why would they put Apollo Cruz in? Gentlemen, Cause... let me read you. Sorry for interrupting. Uh, let Go me for read it. you a poll, the results of a poll that I posted during this match. I wrote, who qualifies for Money in the Bank here? Mike has Apollo, Ace has MVP. I put the options Apollo, MVP, and who cares? The results. One vote for MVP, no votes for Apollo Cruz, and one vote for who cares. And I would also reiterate that I don't care either. Like Apollo Cruz is just a bigger version of Cedric Alexander. Good wrestler, no charisma. I got nothing to add here. You wanna you wanna get in on those polls? You follow at Crumblemania. There you go. There's our uh minutely uh, promo for our social media accounts by Ace Bonds. I can't stop it. <laughs> and also minutely words, so apologies for that. I meant hourly. <laughs> also, uh, I think... Up to the minute. Up to the minute is what you wanted to say. Up de- <laughs> Yeah. That's what I, I'm 100, uh, uh, 100 MGs deep, boys. So, <laughs> oh boy, it's 420. Boy. It's the 420 yeah. episode. 420. That's, that's totally fair. Um, I will say that I definitely timed my Wendy's visit uh, correctly because when I was coming in and sat down, guess who was on the screen? But my girl, Liv Morgan. Uh, so I watched this match. Um, 
and I'm pretty sure Mike put out a tweet that said something about push Ruby Riot. Oh, she had a promo earlier tonight, basically saying cutting down her old Riot squad and saying that they were nothing without her or whatever, and she made it. I, I forgot about that. Um, yeah, Mike, what were your thoughts on that? Yeah, I uh, I've always been a fan of Ruby Riot, partially because the tattoos. Like I'm a tattoo guy myself, so I dig like anybody that has a bunch. I just like her, like her gimmick. Like it's basically just her in real life, and I found that historically a lot of gimmicks that work, like Stone Cold Steve Austin, that's how that person is in real life, and like her gimmick is who she is. So I mm-hmm. that's why I like her, and I feel like when you have a genuine person that's not playing a character, it's easier to invest it in what they're doing. So yeah, I like her a lot, and I like the match actually. Like I thought it was a good match. There's some history between the two, so I thought that was well mm. done and enjoyed it. Uh, although uh, Spencer, I will say just one thing. I think we mm. might have missed the uh, <laughs> the, the spirit of Halloween Viking Raiders promo car thing. <laughs> was that was that right around here? It was right before, I think. Yeah, the- it was right before this. Oh, okay. And oh, my no goodness. Way. We're going to skip over. No. Okay. We're going to um, – <coughs> sorry. I'm just going to quickly say um, I like Liv Morgan a lot. I think she should be pushed out of these two. She was – I think she – I don't know. I just like her. Um, obviously, she's very attractive. So that could just be it. Who knows? Um, I was going to try to make a whole thing about it, but I really don't want to spend the brain she time on that. Yeah, right? I don't want to spend the brain time on that when we can be talking about this Viking Raiders. They are in a car, and I don't know if it's a spoof on carpool karaoke or if it was just these two guys, but they're in full headgear, like the helmet horn thingies, face paint, and they're driving, and they just keep shouting, Viking Raiders! Rah! And they just keep chanting. like they, they do that, and then he... And then the one guy with the turkey leg would like lift it up to his mouth and like take a bite, but it was clearly just not a bite taken because it was plastic. <laughs> and they just like drove up to the to the lot, and then they were like, and then they and they cut out to Jerry Lawler and Byron Saxton being like, "Oh, something karaoke, blah blah blah." And I was like, "You guys are idiots! What?" So I think I missed some details on that. Did I miss much on that mic, or is that basically it? Like that was no, oh, no man. <laughs> Literally, it was just them, like freaking screaming Viking Raiders, like you said all the time. Yeah, and yeah, like the wor- the stupidest part. Well, there's two stupid parts. One is their spirit of Halloween gear they were wearing. And the second one, like you said, it was just a fake piece of food. Like what? <laughs> Why are they doing this? Like go, like wrestle. Like what the fuck? It looked about as real as that goddamn spider of Eric Rowan's. Oh man, don't even get me started on that. Oh man, goodness, who's is this? I I can't believe Paul. Like, is Paul Heyman like truly supporting this? Like, I don't understand. I I just I can't wrap my head around what they're doing. Yeah, that seg like that segment just like it makes no sense. There was no context to it. There wasn't any point to it. Like, why are they just eating the turkey leg in the car with like no plate or anything? But it's it's not even because they're Vikings, man. They're Vikings <laughs> that do what they want. But the turkey leg isn't real, and it doesn't even look like slightly like it's real. Like it is. Oh, I know. I'm looking at it on loop, and it's just terrible. And they're laughing, <laughs> and they're driving through like a, the weirdest area I've ever seen. Like they just yeah, found like a little hamlet a to take a couple takes. <laughs> they're not even in the city. <laughs> I just didn't understand any of that. 
like any of it. I was dying of laughter in the room, and I was like, "What? Like, yeah, this is I, not how you get a deal." Your probably thought you were going insane. You were like, "Wow!" Just couldn't stop. I would have been like, I would have just, I would have, I would have just been changing the channel. <laughs> Man, who could even blame you at that point? Like, holy hell. Eric Rowan was way more Viking than these guys ever were. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes, I agree. Man, Dude, I, actually, yep. I was disappointed when he got released. I actually thought that Eric Rowan was pretty good. He should have led the faction. <laughs> True. Yeah, he'd have, been, that, he'd have made that way more interesting. Oh, well. Yeah, it sucks he got, it kind of sucks he got released. Um, well, moving on. Yep, so that was the Viking Raiders, and they did Viking Raiders things. Uh, next up, we have the Money in the Bank qualifier, Ray Mysterio versus Murphy, um, Seth Rollins' little buddy. He came out with uh, Seth Rollins' face behind him, so clearly saying he's still a disciple of that. Yeah, Mike tweeted out that he didn't like the disciple nickname. He liked Best Kept Secret better, but I was like, but it's, he's not a secret anymore. That's not what I said, actually. If I could <laughs> clarify, uh, I said that I like the gimmick of the best kept secret better than the disciple. Oh, the gimmick of the I best like kept the... secret made sense to me. The disciple, what I don't even know what he's doing anymore. He's just yeah, I don't really think he knows what he's doing. He's funny, Seth. <laughs> they're they're just... never together. <laughs> Seth's sitting just... on his, his throne and the AOP. Yeah, what happened? Right. Injured. So it's like this. They're this really good at social distancing. That's all. That's all they have to say. And then this gets all brushed under the rug. That'd be the biggest <laughs> gimmick of all time if you had that. Totally. Your just gimmick is I'm social distancing. Pop star in the fucking. He would be. Fuck, that's, that's what Adam <laughs> Cage is doing. Yeah, exactly. And he's clearly still one of the most over things in wrestling because he's Adam fucking Cage. He can do whatever he wants. He, he certainly can, can. And apparently, so can old man Rey Mysterio, who is an old man. He didn't, he looked old today. And I just was like, please don't have Rey Mysterio win. He doesn't need to win. He should just retire because, like, oh. But he, he, beat, he beat him. He beat him. But he, beat. he beat Murphy. I don't get it. I don't what? get it. Like, he beat Murphy. He beat him with a six one nine and a splash. Clean. I don't like that. understand that one either. And they now have four faces in that match. Heels. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell is the point? None of it Angel makes Kaiser sense. Better be winning the whole thing. Who's winning that actually? Oh, it's Daniel Bryan. Daniel or, Bryan. I know it's Alistair Black is winning Alistair, it. Yeah, but Alistair doesn't need a briefcase. He would look kind of stupid with it, in my opinion. I think. Buddy, Daniel they're gonna give him a briefcase. They give him those that jacket with the horns on it. So. <laughs> okay, can't argue with you there. His ring sure. gear is fine. His entrance gear, a little spirit of Halloween ish. Yeah, that entrance gear was not good. <laughs> he looked yeah, like he came was... straight out of a Lord of the Rings movie. Yeah, he yeah, looked like, like he tried to make his own costume but didn't really quite know how and just like got too much glue <laughs> and just like a couple pieces of cardboard. It was like, smash! Together. Uh, yeah. Um, but back to Mysterio, like, like, like he looked he looked old tonight. Am I, am I crazy in thinking that? Like he, he I I know it's I know he's got that mask on, so you can't really tell his face, but just his body, and you know, I was just like, this guy shouldn't be wrestling anymore. Like he shouldn't be winning matches or whatever. Like, why did he just ground Murphy like this? Like I, 
I, I don't really care if Murphy would win the Money in the Bank thing, but uh, anyway, sorry. I sh- we should probably not keep talking about it. I would um, rather not see Ray in the Money in the Bank, and I would have way rather seen Buddy Murphy, but okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't get that choice. Um, anyway, for the next match, we had Caden Carter versus Charlotte Flair. Um, yeah, so she uh, – this is basically a squash match for uh, – old uh, Charlotte Flair over Caden Carter um, got her into the leg lock that she did, the figure eight or the figure four, one of the two, and tapped her out. Um, any thoughts or comments on this match or was it pretty straightforward? Like, I didn't really, eh, I didn't really care too much about this one, but I have already said what I said about, or said my thoughts on Charlotte Flair before, so. Yeah, I got nothing to add us other than that, other than Charlotte's tits are really big. <laughs> She's a great wrestler. She's a great wrestler. All right. That's yep. That's wrestling, right. baby. That's wrestling, baby. I'm I'm all for it. Um yeah, so then we had uh the guaranteed win Akira Tozawa versus Andrade. Um, when does Bob Lashley lift the tire? Oh, that happened a couple <laughs> times. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> Excuse me for a minute. Oh man. You killed Mike. He forgot about it too. Um, Buddy, don't be dissing Bob Lashley. I'm with Mike on that one. Bob Lashley beat that tire down. My favorite part <laughs> yeah. of tonight's show was Bob friggin' Lashley showing us that he I was going to flip the tire. And never... I tweeted that he uh, he put that tire over a little bit. Oh, man. <laughs> Dude, if that was really – was that real, though? Like, that's not real. That second that's tire that he flipped? Did he actually flip that second tire? I never actually saw that bit. He flipped uh, one. He didn't flip the second one, so I didn't understand the point of any of that. It just ended with him not being able to flip the second no, tire. No, he flipped one. Yeah, he flipped a yeah. small one. Well, it's not a small tire. It's like a, it's a big tire. But, like, compared to he the one – He flipped a 450-pound tire. Yeah, it's a freaking Dude, heavy tire. I've right? flipped. I've flipped one of those tires. Well, okay, it was Spencer. Not everybody can flip a hundred tire, like you know. I'm just, but I could. I don't know if I could now. I'm just. I've just. I'm just saying though. Like I have flipped those tires, and it's not that. Actually, it's not actually that difficult. Once you get it up past like a certain point, it's just super easy. Buddy, we get it. Over. You don't think Bobby's strong? <laughs> I'm just saying. I wasn't super impressed by that, and I'm not like very strong or tough. Dude, Bob Lashley um, could eat a bowl of cereal, and I would think it was muscular. I mean, he is a—he's a living muscle. Like, I'm not denying that. I'm not saying sitting here saying I'm stronger than Bobby Lashley. And do you want to know something? I wasn't expensive? as impressed. He pinned Roman Reigns clean as a yeah, sheet. Yeah. One, two, three. Oh, I had extreme rules. <laughs> that is like your RKO out of nowhere. <laughs> Bob Lashley beat <laughs> him clean as a sheet. I wasn't expecting that one all of a sudden. I don't know they're going to do bets on, on, on Money in the Bank and the punishment is watching that match. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, you know what? I think Bobby Lashley, and you know what? That's, I didn't, I didn't that's my like... punishment. If Drew Gulak doesn't get into Money in the Bank, I have to watch the Bobby and Roman match again. Okay, that's, that's but he fine. wins that match. You love Bobby Lash. That's not exactly. a punishment. I'm like, how is this a punishment? And additionally, I just... I've realized I have to live this current booking. Like, Fair enough. These last couple weeks have shown me Bobby Lashley, the true Bobby Lashley, man. 
the man that needs to be pushed to the main event and needs to win the championship. This version, this version of Bobby Lashley, Bob Lashley, strong man, Mr. Everyman. With wife, he doesn't know if he wants to be with anymore. Non-committal. <laughs> I love it, man. Well, push this man, okay? Bob Lashley, a family man. A strong the almighty. An everyman. The almighty sure. Bobby Lashley. Dude, every time I play WWE 2K20, Bob Lashley gets that belt, baby, at some oh, point. Yeah. It just looks happens. right through you. are like, oh, yeah, that guy's a beast. <laughs> His finishing moves right. are sick. He's good in the ring. Anyways, continue. I think Bianca Belair comes up next. Well, I didn't even I didn't even finish Akira Tozawa Andrade. I just said it, and then we were got, forgot about Andrade or um, about uh, uh, Bobby Lashley. Um, okay. But anyway, it wasn't. It was it was Akira Tozawa showing up to lose. That's that's what happened. Um, he got hammerlocked DDT by Andrade, and that was what happened. Um, yeah. So cool that happened. Um, Akira Tozawa. Yeah, nah. He just seems to be squashed a lot now. Um, moving to the next match. At one at uh, before this match started, uh, the Street Profits came out and being all hype and jumping up and down, and and uh, they introduced Bianca Belair. Um, and King Tez continues to be the biggest hype man in the world for his wife. Um, but she, uh, yeah, so she came out and she fought someone named Santana Garrett. Um. Yeah. Oh, the one thing I'm I I'm noticed about this match is her is Bianca Belair's um graphic behind her still says EST NXT, and I was like, she's not on NXT anymore. She's raw. So I was kind of confused by that. Um, but uh, yeah, this was this was a, a basic squash match for uh for Bianca Belair. Um, just because she's here. Uh, Street Profits on um, commentary, pretty good. Uh, Mike, any thoughts on this one? I know you're a big fan of these uh, about this group. Yeah, yeah. Um, one other thing, quickly. So this is kind of related to this. There were five yeah. women's matches tonight, so that's pretty cool. I thought that was dope. Oh, yeah. The woman is, is cool. as much time as possible. I like that a lot. And yeah, Bianca Belair, big fan of hers. I love like I love her finishing move. I forget what it's called. Uh, but it's just like just showcases her power and everything. Yeah, I'm a mm. I'm a ten out of ten all in on Bianca Belair. She does look very strong. They made her look very strong tonight. I'll say that. Uh, Ace, she certainly has abs. Yeah, she's got abs. She's tough. She My those. favorite part was when Mike tweeted at Crumble Mania, Angelo Dawkins, <laughs> Nah, fam, WWE Raw. <laughs> yeah. I, Spencer, I know you have some strong opinions about Angelo Dawkins as well. <laughs> I also do. Just get him out of there, man. Just get him out of there. Nah, oh, man. He's, not so... he's just he just says the same like four things, um, and does like the same three moves. Anyway, I'm gonna continue on with someone who has real abs as well. Angel Garza against oh. Drew McIntyre for the uh, uh, main event of the evening. Um, oh, I love that. And- I get, but they gave it 10 minutes again. Um, I don't get why they keep giving this, giving these guys like just 10 minutes uh, when there were so many squash matches. Like I thought Bianca Belair and Santana Garrett could have been shorter Um, and same with a couple others. But uh, anyway, that's beside the point. Um, uh, Yeah. So uh, 
there, this was a good match back and forth, but I'll be honest, my uh, my feed cut out right near the end, so I didn't quite see everything that happened. Um, Mike may could probably give a better rundown of what happened in this match. Hey, Mike but, spoke uh, to our insider sources. Yeah, he, he spoke to, to uh, them closely or watched it. I don't know. The many, many insiders we have uh, to get this information. And uh, I lost complete, completely lost track of where we are. What are we talking about again? Uh, Bianca Belair, Angel Garza. Oh, right. No, yes. we're, we're no, we're on <laughs> oh, yeah. Angel Garza. You dick, you didn't even listen either. Oh Talking yeah, through walls. McIntyre, what? No, sorry, I just had a, I lost my train of thought. I'm a, again, I'm a hundred mg's deep here. Okay, so I'm, <laughs> it's four twenty. It's four twenty. Uh, but uh, yes. yeah, I just the thing I didn't see this match. So <laughs> oh, the main you event. could give it. Yeah, you could sorry, give a better no, rundown. Two McIntyre one. Um, and the funniest part of this match is when Angel Garza tried to take his pants off like he usually does, but he didn't get all the way through, so he just wrestled for a portion of the match, like with his pants like half on and half off. And then that's because the does, man does nothing but offer countless hours of quality entertainment. Exactly. This man is an absolute pleasure to watch in the ring and outside of the ring. Oh, he also had that funny segment uh, with. Charlie Caruso, is that who her name is? One with the fake lips. I think her name's Charlie Caruso. Yeah, that is, I think. And he, so she interviewed Zelina, but then when Zelina is leaving, Angel does what he always does with Charlie. He goes and he's like, I, don't, I can't remember exactly what he said, but he just like said some flirtatious thing to her. And then she like gave him this like hot look. And I'm like, all right, Angel Garza, Ooh. get it done. Short, sweet, and to the point. It was like a 10 word. He's goal. so good. <laughs> but he did lose this yeah. match. Yeah, I mean, but it was cool that he was in the main event against the champion. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I mean, it was like eight nine minutes long, and it was fine. I I didn't mind it. Like Angel Garza is not a main event, so for him to even be in this position is pretty sweet. Uh, and I just hope they don't turn him into a guy that loses super often, because like the way it's going, like the gimmick he has, it's a gimmick where it's like you could see him losing a lot because he's that smarmy, smarky guy that's just like knows how like he's just so cocky, confident. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. I hope he starts winning again. But yeah, we'll see. I mean, you got to once the group blows up, he'll start winning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to assume if he if he gets like a a U.S. title feud or something coming out of this or something. Who knows? But anyway, yeah, that was uh, raw for the evening of Monday, the four twenty. All right, you guys. Ooh. Well, it's time for social media shoutouts. Social media shout-outs. Uh, the first shout-out, it goes to at Beneath the Ring, uh, who just <laughs> tweeted with at Crundlemania when we said, where's Bianca? They gave us a New Day gift, and then they gave us a Bianca gift. We had a great little back, back and forth. It was very cute. Uh, <laughs> it was cute. And then uh, everyone who involved uh, themselves in the tweet that Mike sent out about uh, Nia Jax being an unsafe worker got a lot of retweets, a lot of likes. At Turd Ferguson 151 uh, agreed with us quite a bit on that. <laughs> and then Mafia Family 91 said Nia can be very reckless. And I just dropped some lighters. Uh, social media shoutouts going great. And then. Uh, at Gazstar89, Gareth Basterfield said that Theory is better than Haas. And I said, uh, I actually responded back saying, not trying to fire up. I'm just curious what he sees in Theory. So hopefully he responds back to that. And 
You know what, you guys? That was social media shout-outs. If, unless you have anyone else you want to shout-out on the social media. I don't. Nothing specifically for me, either. Absolutely thrilling. Stick around for our clapper-crapper and <laughs> knee-slapper. <laughs> you know what I do? Electric wonder. stuff, ladies and gentlemen. I just want to reiterate how priceless Bob Lashley <laughs> Well, I, I just thinking. want to reiterate that Drew Gulak ain't going in that money in the bank match. <laughs> so we're only going to have to do our punishments because I just looked and like Mike said, there is all faces in the match. And the only person who the next match is going to be Drew Gulak versus King Corbin and then a TBD. And then King Elias. Corbin's going in, baby. Elias is going to be the next Elias one in. Somebody, and yeah, and it'll be Elias fighting during the match. And then... Oh. Oh no! Did they do it to oh. us again? With horrible booking of choices. What Why Ray Mysterio? Oh right, yeah. And well, I know MVP Money in the Bank. Last year's Money in the Bank sucked too. Like having Brock Lesnar show up at the very end and have to have Mustafa Ali or Ali, I guess now, just having the briefcase above his head for like ten minutes while he made his entrance. Oh. Yeah. I like I don't know I thought that match last year was good but yeah like that finish just was brutal especially after those seven other guys beat the crap out of each other like that's that ladder spot Finn took man like that'll take years off your life and the guy just comes in and grabs the briefcase I really hope that Alistair wins I just don't know if I could see it in terms of his character that's why I think Debra is gonna win but what, what would Dan yeah I would agree um well we did a long recap do you want to just uh hop into our clapper crapper and knee slapper sure for raw i guess we'll just do one for raw well we can include smackdown from last week too we didn't do one no because we we did our crapper clapper and knee slapper last week after uh on our wednesday show and then we didn't do one after smackdown so do you want to just wait till our wednesday show we can do that, or we can do it on Raw and SmackDown tonight. Raw tonight, SmackDown Friday. Third voice, voice three. I think I'm down to do it tonight. I mean, just after, just basically off Raw, we can do part of SmackDown too if we want. Like what happened on Rich stuff. We will. We'll do a Raw and SmackDown clapper, crapper, knee slapper. And ladies and gentlemen, it is time after that long journey. We have finally arrived at the clapper. The clapper. The one thing in uh, wrestling that we saw, I guess, on Raw and SmackDown that we really enjoyed. Anyone want to volunteer their clapper? Anyone want to volunteer their clapper up first? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with what I said before this, Bob. I mean, yes, 150% Bob Lashley. And as soon as I get warmed up, I'm gonna demonstrate how easy it is to flip one of these huge tractor tires. Um, my clapper is uh, Drew Gulak and the bets we all have riding on his match. So what I believe, if you listen back to the SmackDown one, if he doesn't get in Money in the Bank, Spencer has to watch the reverse battle royal. If he yep. wins the Money in the Bank, he like, gets in and wins it, Mike has to run around his apartment building in his underwear. And if he doesn't get in, I will also... Or how about this? If he doesn't get in and loses, I will watch the Roman versus Bob Lashley match where he wins one, two, three, clean as a sheet. Bob Lashley, that is 
What does that sound right. like? How's that sound? Sounds fair. So if he gets in, that way we don't all have we all have different uh, stipulations, the three possible outcomes. So we're all covered on all bases. There we go. Well, let's move on to Mike's clapper. No, he already clapper. said it. So let's go to Spencer's. <laughs> Ace Bondaloo. Uh, my clapper continues to be uh, Braun Strowman Bray Wyatt Universal Title Feud. Um, just two, just two good workers working working together together. Two pals palling around. Yeah, those guys. Easy. I can't wait. I can't believe we're oh. seeing another Bray Wyatt match, and I wonder if it'll be a squash. I'm really interested to see. So I'm so interested. All right. Do you want to intro the next segment? Sure. Next up, we have the crapper. The crapper. One thing in wrestling that uh, is crap, basically. Craps. Craps and crap. That we didn't like. That we didn't like. Is <laughs> crap, is what I'm saying. Hey, Mike, what's um, your pick? Yeah, go, Mike. I'm going to have to go with. You know what? Like, I'm torn on this one because it should be my clapper. But it's my crapper, and I'm gonna go with this new stable. And this stable that doesn't have a name yet. Andrade, uh, Selena Vega, our boy, Angel Garza, and Austin, <laughs> I was supposed to say Austin's boy, and Ace's boy, his number one boy, his favorite wrestler oh. of any brand, Austin Theory. Yes, he is very intuitive, he thinks a lot. That's why they call him Austin Theory. And they're pushing this group to the moon, clearly, burying them two weeks in a row. So, yeah, that's my crapper. Because like, they just they deserve better. And Austin Theory, if you're ace right now, I know he'll reiterate this after I'm finished talking. I just need to push him to the main event, okay? Ace, I know you're feeling me on this. No. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> He's the worst. He is hey, the we worst. got a late arrival social media shout out. From at hey. Stephen of Dogtown. That's a day one. Uh, Dogtown, he's right? a day one. We love you, Stephen of Dogtown. We'll we'll do a special tweet just for you. We hope you actually listen to this though. Um, <laughs> it was about how Sane has now lost six of her eight matches on Raw, and yes, uh, Mike had that tweet typed out and ready to go as the match started. Her contract should be up soon, and Stephen said, "Good, she's being wasted in WWE anyway." Mike could not agree more. Mike um, read it himself I, and liked it. That was impressive. Nice. <laughs> In real I time. can't agree more. I can't agree more, too, because my crapper was actually going to be related to this. So Let's get your crapper. It. It's Nia Jax. Like, coming back and, like, already almost hurting someone. Like, history of unsafe work already. Yeah. I mean, I applaud the, the double knee surgery recovery because, like, holy hell. Um, but to come back and keep almost hurting people and burying Kyrie Sane, no. Crap. Crap. And I didn't really care about her before anyway. Like, yeah. Just crap. I'm not a monster. <laughs> yes, Mike. Mike thought he, her entrance music was "I'm not a monster." When it's really "I'm not like most girls." Um, my crapper is well. It's the Money in the Bank participants. I'm really excited for the match itself, the climbing the tower thing. But the participants in both matches have been quite underwhelming, to be honest. I you can kind of start to 
see a clear cut winner. Someone's dishing it up, doing some dishes. We got to wrap this up. Um, <laughs> it's not Diana. Uh, I just Ooh. moved a small thing. That's all. You're, you're how dare fun. you do dishes right how now, dare you, I, Mr. Clean? Not even a dish. Just moved a thing. All right. Anyway. A thing. Okay. Well, that's all our crappers, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, let's hop into the knee slapper. <laughs> the knee slapper. The one thing this week in wrestling we found absolutely hilarious. Spencer, you want to go first? Nope. <laughs> Mike, would you like to go first? Ace, would you like to go first? <laughs> you sure. ready? I got to think, sorry. Go ahead, Ace. It's uh, just all uh, <laughs> all the Viking Raiders that they just keep pushing down my throat as a top team. I just don't <laughs> understand. I feel like we're all going to look back on that. And just go like, what were they thinking? It won't age well now. Raiders, Viking Raiders. That doesn't get you hyped up. (laughs) Man, I tell you. I'm Um, with you 100% on that. Yeah. I have, uh, I got mine here if if you're not ready there, Mike. Go ahead. Uh, Yeah, I'm just going to pick the the fact that uh, Big E won. Uh, the tag team title and so now there's like like that doesn't make any sense for a tag team title um so that's just laughable to me because like how did you do this to yourselves oh yeah that's right i totally agree with you spencer on that one too 100p yeah the the horrible booking of the tag titles what the hell get another tag team in there get something else going on my knee slapper is going to be now. This is one that also required a little bit of thought, and I had to go with the Kabuki Warriors, like their backstage antics. Uh, just they're speaking in Japanese and like acting a fool. And I know that Kyrie has been booked horribly in singles action, but I would say that Oscar has been the best part of Monday Night Raw since the Empty Arena show started. And that the act that the two of them have, where they're just goofing around, made me laugh. Made me laugh. I liked it a lot. It's been a slapper. I like Oscar and Kyrie, so sure. I'm okay. I like that. I like that a lot. Well, it's 4:20, gentlemen. We had our audio issues, as always. As always. Fondly looking back on this show. Um. Yeah. What did you have today? I had a. uh, Campfire Waba or Fireside Waba. That's what I had. Ooh, Waba. Um, as for me, as the podcast started, I was smoking a houseplant sativa joint. So the uh, Seth Rogen um, uh, grow company. And I'm currently about to pack a bowl of spinach blueberry for after the podcast. That spinach blueberry sounds delicious. Oh, it's very good. It's not the first time I've had it, but it's very, very good. It's 20%. Um, same with the sativa. is also very good. Anyway. Oh, ho, ho. Hefty. I like that. Yeah, I had 100 milligrams of tonight. And he says, yeah. I'm hefty. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. Okay, Spence, let me ask you a question. It's plus ace too, but I feel like it applies more to you. Have you, you've had edibles, 
you have had your experience of edibles, correct? Uh, not not a ton, but a few. Uh, okay. Yes. So so have you had like candy edibles as well as like brownies, or have you only had like candies? Like which one? What kind of what types have you had? Uh, so the first edible I've ever had, I ever had, um, was a uh, a brownie cooked by my uh, brother-in-law, which he used an ounce of weed for the recipe. <laughs> um, so I can't say the potency of whatever the hell was in that. All I know is for the entire night, I was absolutely fucked sitting there just like staring. My eyes were red as hell. It was great. Um, and so that was the first time. But then I've I've had, uh, I ordered some, a couple years ago, I ordered some uh, gummy edibles off a website. Uh, and they were, they were okay. They were, they were strong, decently strong. I don't remember exactly now, but uh that was the only time I ever had like a full on panic attack laying on my couch, just like heart racing, but unable to move. Um, Ladies so and gentlemen, oh, that was the story on Spence's panic attack. Bro, <laughs> yeah, I haven't even gotten it's terrifying. I, yeah, I've had that happen too with candies. Anyway, continue on, Spence. No, that was that was basically it. I was just like laying there dying. Oh my god, what's going on? Okay. Um, yeah, so. That was my experience with edibles. So I, I prefer smoking now. Um, but uh, if stronger edibles come to stores where I don't have to order them online, uh, I might start buying a couple. But if they're currently in Canada, they're only 10 milligrams uh, per package. Like you can't have a package that has more than 10, 10 milligrams in it. Yes, in which package. makes sense. But it, you're yeah. right. It's I. That's why I I buy all my stuff online. Like the stuff I need, they don't they don't sell them in the stores at that potency. I need a, I need enough to tranquilize an elephant. Um, and so the reason I asked you that question there, Spence the spoon, is because I. So I've had brownies before, right? Fifty five, fifty, fifty five mg's. Yeah. And yeah. Man, they just dickered me. <laughs> like I'm mm-hmm. they dickered me every single time. I either fall asleep, or I'm just like on the floor, I'm just like staring up at the ceiling. But with the candies, like I got to get up to 100 mg's to feel like much of anything. I like, think I also mm-hmm. agree that candies are a lot weaker. Yeah. Yeah, my it's ex-girlfriend like, always complained she could never feel them. And I'm like, I just think you just don't know what the feeling is or something. I don't know. I, I just think she never, I don't know what happened, but she always complained she never felt them. How, like, I mean, I'm sure the tolerance has something to do with it, but at the same time, like, yeah, I just wonder, like, if there's just less less in there, depending, and even brands, some brands, it's like 40 MGs is proper, proper good, and others, like these ones, I'm like, no, I gotta take 100, 100 MGs, <laughs> so it's like, eh, well, I guess it just depends. Oh. <laughs> I'm good. I heard everything. <laughs> Whoops. All right. <clears throat> and that's all for the uh, Chrono Mini Wrestling uh, Podcast. We're done? I uh, I think All so. Right.